0: Mic check. Mic check. One two one two. <laughs> um, welcome back.
1: That was Emily being hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> I do think I'm pretty funny.
0: Um, welcome back to Midwest Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I am Emily.
1: And I'm Danielle. And apparently we're both loud enough. Yep. <laughs> we're good. So, um, I was gonna tell you this last episode, but I have a request for you A story request for me to do? Yeah I want you to cover an MLM Uh, You know
0: I started an MLM episode. Did you? Yes Because I think there's just so Much it's gonna take me a while
1: Okay, I just was thinking about it the other day and I was like I bet you anything There's at least one like real shady MLM in the midwest Yeah, there is and I was like, is it Amway? it Amway. Amway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so I looked into it and I was like, oh, that would be so cool. But you're so much like more into that. Yeah. Like just with like your experience and like the dramas or not the dramas, the documentaries that you watch and the podcasts you listen to. And yeah. So I was like, oh, she'd be so much better at it than I would. So I literally have it up on my stuff, like the link that I found because I was going to be like, you should do that.
0: Yeah, i I definitely started one. Um, yes. It's just, it's a monster.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure um, it is. But you're really good at those. You could even do a two-parter if you wanted. I
0: could, yeah. I will, I'll work on it. I can't guarantee it's going to be next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the week after. Ha- but I will promise that I will do it. Okay. Because I, it was something I was going to do.
1: Okay. And um, if you ever have a request for something you want me to cover... Like a history one or something, because I I really like those. Yeah. And I tend to do those more than you do.
0: Um, Let me know. Really quick. I should have asked in my episode last week, but did you, have you watched that documentary I posted on the face in the Facebook group? No, not yet. Oh my God. You need to watch it. Okay. I'll watch it tonight. Keep sweet, pray and obey or yeah. Yeah. Something like that. that.
1: Dude. I saw you posted it, but I didn't have... As you know, I've been kind of all over the place the last couple of weeks. It's so. only
0: four episodes. Okay. But I think the episodes are like an hour long each. So it's not like... It's not
1: crazy. Crazy. Okay. But <laughs> I yeah. finally, um, th- last week, listened to that Alex somebody the life after mlm oh yes episode that you sent me yeah yeah i kept forgetting to listen to it because it it shows up underneath all of mine mm-hmm. and i caught up on all of mine i was like i should listen to this super fascinating yeah and that was what made me think of ha- asking you to do an mlm mm-hmm.
0: yeah so if you guys haven't watched um keep sweet pray and obey on netflix Um, It's about Warren Jeffs and the Fundamentalist Church.
1: One of my friends and I were actually just talking about that because they were like, have you seen this?
0: Yeah. I highly, highly recommend.
1: Okay. Good to know. Yeah. That's all. Okay. So that was my announcement (laughs) or my request, I guess, because I'm allowed to make requests too. Yeah. And uh, it's very topical because I'm calling this episode Request Extravaganza. Oh. For you. um i wish we could do like fun sound effects because we could have actually done like a trumpet noise or something okay <laughs> yes exactly there you go um and by complete accident every single one of these is a minnesota story i feel
0: like that's just naturally like we have more minnesota listeners yeah because we have more connections here yeah So, our requests are going to be more geared toward Minnesota. Yep. But if you have a request and it's not in Minnesota, and you actually know that we can find good information on it.
1: And that's why this is an extravaganza. Yeah.
0: Because that's, a lot of the time is part of the issue is that we can't really find much. And Um, so. we haven't been doing many episodes just because uh, we honestly don't have time. Time right Mm, now. No. So. Like, we'll probably get back to it maybe in the winter. Yeah, I think... When we're yeah. in life. Yeah.
1: Because, like, I had a wedding. You had a wedding. I was gone. You were gone. You're going to be gone. I'm going to be gone. It's just been... We're going
0: to be gone together. Like, yeah. It's just
1: been really chaotic, which is not necessarily a bad yeah, thing.
0: Our recording schedule has just been crazy. Though, it has. So. It's
1: been, like, every weekend, and then we skip like, three weekends, and then... And now we're... Now we're... It's a Wednesday. <laughs>
0: two weeks, three weeks ahead, and... Yeah. Yeah.
1: So okay all right so that was a fun psa and uh this is already gonna be kind of a longer one for me oh. so here we go can you so- talk fast
0: i'm hungry i'm <laughs> just kidding
1: i don't ask um okay so my first story is janine gray blood and this was shared by my friend ashley so hi ashley and hi ashley's mom cindy who listens to us hi super ashley nice. and cindy Um, so Janine was a mother of five who was living in Little Falls, Minnesota Um, and that's actually where Ashley grew up So I think that's why she wanted me to cover this one Do you know where Little Falls is? Yes, it is up by St. Cloud It's about a half hour north of St. Cloud on Highway 10 I have been there a grand total of two times Once for Ashley's wedding and once for a baby shower Okay And that's it So, um let's see her husband uh jonathan reported janine missing on january or sorry january february 6th this is what happens when you ask me to go fast (laughs) i'm sorry you don't actually i'm not even that hungry so you're fine um so on february 6th 2021 telling police that she had gone missing the night before after they'd gotten into a fight and she'd walked to a friend's house in the bitter cold without a jacket which sounds like something a Minnesotan would do. In February, did you say? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. The amount of times I went to the bar
1: in the middle of winter with no coat or shirt, basically. But that was when you were in your early 20s. And I was drunk. And... Mm, just being honest. um, Everyone does that in their 20s. <laughs> and as you get older, you get colder. <laughs> um... So she's in her like I want to say her late 30s. I want to think I think she was like 37 or 38. I should have written it down, but I didn't. So the chances of that being the case are pretty slim. Um especially when Janine's body is found at the base of a bridge. Um her body had been had frozen solid in the cold and was literally frozen to the ice on the river. That's how cold it had been.
0: Do you know how long it's the next day Oh my god
1: Yeah Um It took two days For her body to thaw Enough for an autopsy To be done
0: That's horrifying
1: Yeah That's how cold it was
0: So Yeah Northern Minnesota In February
1: It does not fuck around No It's terrible
0: Not that little Falls, falls
1: is like But it's further it's like mid It's further north Than the cities Yeah Yeah Um, Okay, so the day after Janine's body is found, Jonathan admitted to police that, quote, something bad had happened, end quote, to his wife, um, telling them that they had gotten into a fight at a friend's house. He said that the fight continued when they got home and it escalated to the point where Jonathan put his hands around Janine's throat and squeezed until she went limp, which, as most true crime folks know, is a lot longer than you think it should be. Like, it takes a really long time to strangle somebody, like almost five minutes. It's crazy. So after she goes limp, Jonathan panics, puts her body in the passenger seat of their car and drives it to the bridge and then dumps her body over the bridge. He tried to use self-defense, saying that he was a victim of verbal and physical abuse from Janine for the last several years, um, which, as we all know, can be the case. Uh, Men can be victims, too, but the evidence is not pointing in that direction. Um, His lawyer tried to use some scratches on his arms as evidence, but police and prosecutors believe that the scratches were defensive wounds done by Janine while she was fighting for her life. Right. So, not likely there. Um, And then he also claimed that Janine punched him in the face, um, but there was also no evidence of that either which to be fair, I do not bruise either. <laughs> like literally when we were kids, I got elbowed in the eye socket from someone falling from above my head and there was not a mark. So to play devil's advocate for a piece of shit, I guess is what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying that I believe him at all, but um, and neither did the judge. The judge was like, hey, I don't think so, because he pointed out that Jonathan did not try to get any help for Janine, and instead drove several miles to dump her body. I so, mean, this man
0: just, he caved real quick, huh?
1: Which, thank you. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Greyblood was sentenced to 15 years in prison with 10- Yeah. hmm Because I think it, because it wasn't premeditated- Bill. I know. So, um, he, it said 10 years being served and five years of supervised release, which I think means that during the day he can like leave the prison and like go to a job and then he has to come back gotcha. at night. I think that's what that means. Right. Again, should have looked it up. Again, didn't. Sorry guys. My bad. So that's the whole story on Janine Grayblood, which is why it was not a full episode. <laughs> open and shut uh-huh so my next one is wendy Kahn. have you heard of wendy khan okay this was shared by mandy on june 1st 2018 47 year old wendy went missing from her home in Mankato, minnesota
0: how do we not hear about this
1: i have i've actually seen this pop up on my facebook um and not from our page huh because Allie was literally in college there at this point right so we should have um police at first thought that she was just like missing on her own and was traveling via her car but her car was found a double a a double sorry (laughs) guys I don't know what's happening um a couple of days later in Mankato on Bell Avenue which I think is one of the busier streets in town um at the time of her disappearance, she was dating a man named Mohammed Bailal Chagati, um, and the two had been off and on for years. They continued their relationship through several moves. Um, Wendy lived in Iowa, Pennsylvania, Shakopee, um, and then they lived together in Mankato. Um, the two had not been exclusive with one another before Wendy moved to Mankato and within six months of living together, Wendy, Wendy was already looking to move out. Um, she and her daughter, whose name I thought I had, but I don't, um, had been talking about buying Muhammad's house from him because he was looking to sell and, he, her daughter said that he said absolutely not, not a chance in hell will I ever sell to you. Just was like really nasty about it. Um, and then about a month after Wendy disappeared, Muhammad does sell his house and just vanished. So,
0: so Wendy disappears month later. Muhammad sells his house and, and disappears. Then he's gone. Yep,
1: his social security has not been used to find a job. And an address has not been registered. This behavior is not consistent with his behavior since he moved to the United States from Pakistan in the 1980s. Do you think he went back? I do. Okay. I absolutely think he was like, I got to get the fuck out of here and just poof gone. Okay. Um, Muhammad does have a criminal record here in the United States in both Minnesota and in Texas. Um they are violent crimes he has a history of domestic violence evading police evading arrest with a motor vehicle and domestic violence related to violating an order of protection and there is a warrant out for his arrest because he failed to appear in court two days before he sold his house police will not say that he's a suspect but they do want to talk to anybody who had any sort of relationship with wendy pretty much starting with muhammad So, Wendy's never been found? Nope. Wendy's still completely missing. Her daughter's still looking. I was going
0: to say her poor daughter. Yeah,
1: right. Um, And her daughter said that she's never been a fan of Muhammad. Like, they'd been dating since she was, like, in her mid-teens. And she just never liked him. And he apparently, like, threatened to call the police on her one time when she was visiting her mom at the house. And her mom was like, please don't. And, like... It just sounds like they had a really tumultuous relationship with each other as well as just him in general. Yeah. So.
0: That's a bummer. Yeah. I can't believe I haven't.
1: I can't believe there's not more, More. right? Yeah. Yeah, so. As far um, as we
0: know, police are still looking.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, I I don't think her daughter's going anywhere. I don't think her daughter's just going to be like... It's fine. They can't find her. The thing about Mankato too is it's
0: not like Duluth where it's just surrounded by woods and Yeah. National parks and state parks. It's surrounded by
1: like farmland. Yeah.
0: But it's farmland. Yeah.
1: It's a lot harder to make a body disappear in farmland than it is. In the woods.
0: The only thing I could think... I mean, there's a river that runs through town, but... Yeah. That's it. Um, And the other thing is, is, like, it's a very
1: transient population. Because during the the school year, the college kids come in and it swells. And then in the summer, they leave. And so, like... Um, Do you... I You
0: might have said this, but how long was she missing before she was reported missing?
1: It sounds like it was just a few days. Okay. Um. Because remember, Minnesota is a state where if you're missing for even a couple hours, it can be reported. Right. And the police have to do something about it. They right. can't be like, you have to wait 24 hours. So. Okay. If okay. you don't hear from me for <laughs> for a few hours and you are expecting to, call the police. <laughs> um. Okay, so my third one is a cult this is the Maranatha cult shared what? by Tila who did say I could share their name not the Maranatha you're thinking I'm like the church <laughs> um, it is a church yes but not the church you're thinking <laughs> so um, Tom Tulfresrud, Rudd I think uh, it's very Scandinavian so I'm never gonna get it right it's fine
0: Um Like most
1: Minnesotan names Right Mm. Except for you know Peterson Anderson Swanson Peters (laughs) Um So he became the leader Of the Marinantha cult In Spring Grove Minnesota In the early 1970s Spring Grove Is like Very very bottom Of the state Like a few miles From Iowa I don't know where Okay I just know that It's right down by Iowa Um He calls himself the, quote, shepherd of the Maranatha Fellowship, end quote. Mm -hmm. But former members who are now suing him for their life savings say that he was incredibly abusive. Um, Some examples include locking his wife in Carl and Suzanne, um, the former members, um, garage for a week. They say that one night Tom brought his wife to their house and told them that she was to sleep on the floor between or behind the couch between it and the wall, and then that she would have to go out into their garage the next day to sleep on their gravel garage floor with only water to drink. Tom claims that it was her choice to do this to, quote, spend time in silent retreat, end quote.
0: I'm sure we could find a lot better place
1: to spend time in quiet retreat like my bedroom (laughs) literally (laughs) um tom broke one member's jaw to quote teach him a lesson end quote and would beat other members when he didn't think that they were taking him seriously so sounds like a real stable guy yeah you know he also told another member to and this is not great so sorry folks uh run every day to miscarry her baby because it wasn't quote God's will end quote. Surprisingly this did not work. Well,
0: I was gonna say this guy doesn't sound very smart.
1: No. He doesn't she know how to birth- female
0: body works. Apparently. She gave
1: birth to a very healthy baby boy. And I bet she was in great shape. Yeah. Pregnancy right. was great. Yeah. So great guy. Oh, what a- douche. Um, Mayor Nantha owns several small businesses in Spring Grove, and the 80 members that still belong to the cult say that the the lawsuit by former members, um, Suzanne and Carl, um, is hurting business. Huh. Um, Bummer. And these are businesses that they helped create and that Carl literally ran for 30 years. Um, he, like, ran the lumber mill and, like, helped build it from the ground up. So um suzanne and carl solemn are suing to get their life savings back from when they left the cult after being members like i said for 30 years they were founding members two of i think three fam like they were two of six people three different families
0: there's still 80 people left mm-hmm. jeez and this guy's um, still alive
1: along with their own children are still in this cult Boo. yeah they're i think they just have a, like i think they have like three sons and they're all still in the cult um they were told that the money they made and the property that they owned belonged to the maranatha group and not to them as individuals even though they literally founded the things right Um, Tom was picked by Suzanne and Carl Along with two other founding Families to be their pastor The families all lived in their Own homes but had to follow all of Tom's Rules homeschooling their children sharing Bank accounts involving him in every decision In their lives from What they wore each day to what furniture To buy So I just No um, control issues there
0: Yeah that just seems like Very
1: a lot Excessive yeah and would that gets super old? Yeah. Wouldn't you just be
0: like, oh my God, I really just want to make my,
1: like, well, do I have to wait for his opinion? Like, and like from the other side being him and then being like, oh, um, I think I'm gonna wear this green dress today. I don't give a shit what you wear. Like whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Cool. Yeah. Great. Like I do not care. Right.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know if you know the answer to this question, but do you know how big, or how many members at its like biggest point there were? I don't. I kind of figured that would be kind of something hard to um, find.
1: But it. I mean, it, it did get pretty big at one point because there are quite a few people that have left and that have spoken out about it. Consi- and including the woman who he told to miscarry her right. child by working out. She left.
0: Thank God.
1: Yeah. Um. I have to cough. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I was doing so good. Um, Suzanne and Carl say that over time, Tom changed and not for the better. They no longer held Sunday services or worked with other religious groups. Instead, there were meetings that only the men could attend. And they were isolated from the community. So um, the lawsuit is still ongoing. There has not been a lot of development because of COVID and all that fun stuff. So I will keep an eye out. On that And hopefully we'll have Some sort of Conclusion eventually Hopefully they win Their lawsuit Yeah right Um okay So the last one That I have is The whipping cult And this was shared By Thomas Who also said I could use his name So I I checked with people Right yeah Um I just don't like The name of this I think I checked With everybody Maybe not Mandy Sorry Mandy If you don't want Your name associated Um Um yeah, this one, not great. So, the whipp- whipping cult goes back to 1950 in Lauderdale, Minnesota, which is part of Minneapolis. Okay. Southern side. Um, and was shockingly run by a woman. Ooh, get it, girl. Mm. No. No. <laughs> Don't get it, girl. No. Rotten hell, bitch. Oh. Honestly. Okay. <laughs> um. Her name was Marie Doyle, or is Marie Doyle? I don't know if she's alive or not anymore. No, I'm curious. I'm going to have to look it up. But um, it wasn't actually called the whipping cult. It didn't have a name, so the press gave them that name. She and her husband, Pat, were voted out of their Baptist church due to their extreme beliefs in specific Bible verses, one of those being Proverbs twenty thirty: A good thrashing purges evil. Punishment goes deep within us. Sounds really fun, right?
0: No, (laughs) it doesn't sound
1: fun. So um, when they were voted out of the Baptist church, they um, convinced some of their friends to join them, not only into leaving the church, but also into moving into their house with them. So just think that's a normal request.
0: How, like, persuasive you have to be.
1: Right? It's
0: just... You could use it's those so powers
1: for good and you just chose them to use them for evil. Right.
0: It, it's just crazy. Like, mm-hmm. think of
1: the th- things these people could have done. Yeah. Right. Um, so the group would gather together and beat the shit out of one another to remove the devil from the sinner, all while singing church songs to help drown out the sounds of the sinner screaming Dude, so the neighbors would not hear. This is just weird. Uh And they would use a three foot long whip to do this. I don't know if you've ever heard a whip crack. Yeah. It's not fun. If you get hit with it, it hurts real bad. I can imagine. My friend Daisy, when we worked at camp, we went to this thing at Fort Sisseton. And they would do like these demonstrations and you could learn how to crack a whip. And she accidentally nicked the guy. And it like... Through his like leather vest thingy, he's like, Oh, look at that. And he like moved it aside, and there was a welt, like literally instantly. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's like, No, it's, it happens. He's like, That's the danger. Um, So,
0: yeah, I'm, um, and like of all the verses to latch on to, (laughs) right? Like
1: that's the one you choose, right? Not
0: like turn water into wine.
1: (laughs) (sighs) It's been a long weekend. yeah (laughs) can you tell just just a little bit yeah um so that's it started in 1950 in 1951 one member of the group curtis leander felt remorseful of his sins so he woke up his wife ardeth dragged her into the living room stripped her naked and started whipping her with that three foot long whip you know to punish her for his sins because that makes sense
0: I just, can't. Mm-hmm. sometimes I just can't even wrap my brain around things. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's astonishing, honestly. Um, Marie and her mother, Anna, who was also a part, uh, was a member of the cult, were in the room when Curtis started to whip his wife. Um, Anna felt that the whipping became too violent, so she tried to stop the beating. And you have to imagine, like for someone who takes part in like a weekly beating the shit out of somebody, for her to be like, mm, "This has gone too, too far." Yeah, is a little concerning. Right. So Curtis then turns the whip on Anna while Marie sat and watched. And by the time the other members of the cult came to investigate what was going on, it was too late. Um, Anna, who was sixty-four at the time. Suffered broken right ribs A broken left rib A broken breastbone, And was covered in welts and blood
0: Can you imagine Like <clears throat> a whip br- br- Being so hard that it breaks your ribs your, And yeah. your chest bone
1: Yeah Yeah um, She died at the house And instead of you know Calling the police They just wrapped her body in a blanket And put her in her bed and then just like, it's fine. Ardith was also clinging to life and ended up dying in the hospital two days later. After a member of the cult alerted the police as to what happened, because they were like, "Hold up, I don't think murder's supposed to be part of this whole gig."
0: But thou maybe thou shall not beat somebody to death. Murder. <laughs> I don't know if that's the
1: kill. Yeah. I think it is. I think yeah, thou shall not kill. I think you're right. We're really, really good Christians. Yeah. <laughs> um, when police asked Marie if she tried to stop things, Marie reportedly said, quote, No, why should I? End quote. Like the cold hearted bitch she is. Yeah, fuck Marie. So police came in and removed seven children from the home. No. Uh huh. Arrested Anne's son, Luther, and daughter in law Esther who were sentenced to 90 days in a workhouse which I don't know why could not find that. I only found two articles on this which was part of the reason why I hadn't covered it before.
0: Where Sorry, can you say when this was again? Uh
1: 1951. Okay. So, yeah. I
0: was going to say a workhouse. Work, never heard of that.
1: Yeah, I don't That's know. That's not a thing anymore is I it? don't think so. Like I think inmates can do work. Yeah which is got its own ethical issues right. that we're not going to get into because I don't know enough about it. Um, uh, so Curtis was sentenced to two consecutive seven to 30-year terms um, in prison. Uh, so the least amount of time he could spend was 14 years, and the most with good behavior was 60 years. In court, Curtis said, quote, I was possessed of a satanic fury that night. I am sane now and I was sane that night except for being possessed by Satan, end quote.
0: It's just, that's the thing. It doesn't make sense. Like what, like why, why did he snap?
1: Right? Like this Middle was, the night? yeah. And he was like feeling remorseful of his sin, guilt, yeah. his sin. But she had to suffer for it, which doesn't make sense to me because they would beat the shit out of each other to get the devil out of the other person. Right.
0: You're not even following your own like,
1: yeah, belief. Right. So, I yeah. Um. He pled guilty saying, quote, God intends me to plead guilty. End quote. Amen. Marie and Pat somehow miraculously avoided jail time. You're kidding. Nope. Dead serious. Not only did they avoid jail time, but the cult did continue, even attempting to kidnap one of their neighbors. Kidnap. Mm-hmm. They had gone to her house and they were like, hey, we'd love to talk to you about Jesus Christ. And, uh, excuse me. She was like, sure, you know, because it's the 50s and that's what you do. And um, she didn't it's assumed that she didn't realize they were from a whipping cult. She just thought maybe that they were like missionaries, maybe from the Mormon church or Jehovah's witness or whatever. And when she realizes that they are from a whipping cult from down the street, she goes, Hey, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta leave. And they were like, great. Sounds good. But then they tried to take her with them and her husband could hear her screaming. Cause he was like in a different part of the house. And he like ran out there and like got her away from them before they could get her into their car.
0: What was the point of that? I don't know.
1: I have no idea. And no charges were filed because it was an attempted kidnapping, but she wasn't actually kidnapped because she never left her property.
0: That's got to. Okay, whatever. I'm not. So
1: I don't know what happened to this cult. I don't know if it died out after the Marie and Pat died, if they have died. Um, But. Yeah, the kids were taken away more than once. Unfortunately, it wasn't just one and done like it fucking should be.
0: They gave the kids back?
1: Yeah, more than once.
0: Well, it was the 50s.
1: It still happens today. I know. I'm just trying to... I'm trying to... (laughs) I know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, uh, not a good situation either way. So, I don't know what happened to the cult. I don't know what happened to the people that are in it. They just kind of seem to have just vanished. Or they stayed out of the... Public eye Well in one of the Thing it said um, I'm going to read it Directly from It's the body International Dot com And it says um, We've been able to Piece together some leads On what happened to Marie Doyle And the whipping cult After they dropped out Of the news Cycle for example A Curtis Leander With an age that Matches up with our Murder Married again in 1977 We've also found records of Leroy and Thomas Who um, were Curtis and um, His wife Whose name starts with an A Ardeth um, That was their, their children They had a 9 year old and a 7 year old I think They were young um, they, There are records of them Being with an adoptive family And um, it says, we would like to know more about this story. If you have more information about the si- about survivors of the whipping cult from grown children to harass neighbors, please reach out. So if anybody has that, you can email them at contact at com. I would love to know where this was. Yeah, right? So. Those pre- are good. Yeah, that's all of them. That's all my... Stories, and that's the thing is, like, people send us these really incredible stories, and then there's just not enough meat to it to, like, do a full episode, so it's, it's just like, we want to do them. (laughs) Sorry, you guys, Emily just had a, had some chaos happen. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, we do like doing your guys' stories, and we love when you send in requests, but, like, Sometimes they're just, it's not enough to, to do a whole episode on just the one story. So we have to get a little creative with it. And so that's what I decided to do today was get a little creative with it. And I personally really like doing more than one story in an episode. I'm sorry. Emily's <laughs> being harassed by her dog. That's what's happening. <laughs> okay. If you hadn't guessed that at this point. Um. Yeah, I like that yeah I think it's uh, it's fun to research those um yeah I don't know I I hope people like when I do more than one story in an episode switches it up a little yeah so and again I, I didn't try to do all Minnesota I when I was telling Emily where mine was at I was like I think I said Minnesota Iowa and Minnesota and Minnesota and then I looked at it again I went oh no no they're all in Minnesota so it happens okay Uh, Do you want to do your (laughs) sources? Yes, I have a lot of them. I've totally forgot that I hadn't done them yet. Um, Okay, so I have www.hometownsource.com, www.brainerddispatch.com, www.keyc.com, nbcnews.com, culture, cult no culteducation.com. That was kind of confusing. Sorry. Um, another CBS um, mix949.com and the body intel i n t l com. So and then also big thank you again to um, Thomas and to Tila and to Mandy and to Ashley for the suggestions ashley has sent me a lot and i might just do a thanks ashley <laughs> episode at some point because she sends me lots of really good stories but they're not always long enough for me to do so
0: um okay socials are mw madness podcasts on instagram yep. and gmail yep and our facebook is best madness podcast the group and
1: there's a twitter yeah, oh, I forgot to mention that last episode. That's okay. I, it's like M W Pod Midwest. Pod, I don't know. This is fine. It's <laughs> something. It's our logo. If you find you know it, by now that we don't know. <laughs> if you find it, you find it. If you don't, nothing exciting happens over there. I just tweet things and I don't have with, Twitter, so I do it with reckless abandon because Emily can't stop me.
0: <laughs> That's a valid point.
1: Um. Cool. Well, sorry, that was gross. I just sniffled. Um.
0: I guess we are done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Thank thank you so much, Em. You're so um, uh, cool. Can you tell that we're definitely not on our game today? I, I felt like this went well. I mean, <laughs> we're a little out of it. I mispronounced words and days, and you just said, "Well, I guess we're done." <laughs> so uh, yeah okay <laughs> we'll uh talk to you next week or talk at you next week i guess uh bye and we'll see you next time bye on mm-hmm. midwest
0: madness <laughs> bye i'm gonna end this now <laughs> Bye. <laughs>